Welcome to Tent Talk, the podcast with Nancy McCready, where we talk about life under the big tent of God's presence and the provoking process of discipleship. Here we go. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Tent Talk. This is Nancy McCready. I love reading in the scripture when Jesus describes his own way of life, when he describes what it is for him to live in what the Message Bible calls the Father-Son Operation the father and son intimacies, to read the real life way that it unfolded. And today's episode is out of Matthew 10 and 11 of the Message Bible. I think it could be of great encouragement to you as we all learn to live in the unforced rhythms of His grace. Love you all. Talk to you soon. My friends, there is some wild stuff in this intimate ebb and flow walking with God as Jesus did. As I have been over the hours of today mentoring people from all different places across the U.S. and in Europe and just simply listening to some of the things that God is saying to them and what they're experiencing, what God gives me to say back to them. I have been in parts of Matthew 10 and 11 today um, uh, reading the words of Jesus and reading them in the Message Bible is striking and comical all at the same time. Could I just share a few of these things about what it meant for Jesus as he was describing these intimacies between God the Father and God the Son, and therefore what it could mean for us. We are in a pivotal moment where God has been pouring into many of us, speaking to us, and then when it comes time to really turn and take those next steps, there could be a bit of faltering, stumbling, uh, and even worse, uh, to get on a whole nother path to be diverted off. But for most, it is simply the staying on of that path and then finding out, wow, we have no idea what it's like to live this life in true intimacy because for most of us, we have our own box top. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like you have the box top of a puzzle, could be a thousand pieces in there. And Uh, You have your own cover picture that you think it's supposed to look like. And the more you try to put those thousand pieces together, uh, the more difficult it is. And when that difficulty comes up, you think, what in the world have I gotten myself into? What kind of puzzle box have I gotten myself into? Because I thought I knew what my Christian life was going to look like. And it seems to be looking like anything but that Because no matter how much has been poured into us, then there comes that abiding, walking out, living day in and day out. Now, here is some of what Jesus said. And if this seems a little long to you, just hang in there. In Matthew 10, in the message. We are intimately linked in this harvest work. Anyone who accepts what you do accepts me, the one who sent you. Anyone who accepts what I do accepts my Father who sent me. Accepting a messenger of God is as good as being God's messenger. Accepting someone's help is as good as giving someone help. This is a large work I've called you into, but don't be overwhelmed by it. It's best to start small. 
give a cool cup of water to someone who is thirsty, for instance. The smallest act of giving or receiving makes you a true apprentice. You won't lose out on a thing. The smallest act of giving or receiving makes you a true apprentice. You won't lose out on a thing. And he continues on into Matthew 11. When Jesus finished placing this charge before his 12 disciples, he went on to teach and preach in their villages. John, meanwhile, John the Baptist, had been locked up in prison. When he got wind of what Jesus was doing, he sent his own disciples to ask, Are you the one we've been expecting, or are we still waiting? Jesus told them, Go back and tell John what's going on. The blind see, the lame walk, lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised. The wretched of the earth learn that God is on their side. Is this what you were expecting? Then count yourselves most blessed. I would say by John's question, wouldn't you, that this was not what John was expecting. I'm your forerunner. I'm the Elijah of my day. I am making certain that all is done according to the word of God, by the prophets, by the law. I'm making sure of all of this. I'm in my partnership with what God is doing. And I'm locked up in prison. And Jesus says, you tell John that exactly what he said was happening is happening. Who he declared me to be is who I am. When John's disciples left to report Jesus started talking to the crowd about John. What did you expect when you went out to see him in the wild? A weekend camper? Hardly. What then? A sheik in silk pajamas? Not in the wilderness, not by a long shot. What then? A prophet? That's right, a prophet. Probably the best prophet you'll ever hear. He is the prophet that Malachi announced when he wrote, I'm sending my prophet ahead of you to make the road smooth for you. Let me tell you what's going on here. No one in history surpasses John the baptizer, but in the kingdom he prepared you for, the lowliest person is ahead of him. For a long time now, people have tried to force themselves into God's kingdom. But if you read the books of the prophets and God's law closely, you will see them culminate in John, teaming up with them in preparing the way for the Messiah of the kingdom. Looked at in this way, John is the Elijah you've all been expecting to arrive and introduce the Messiah. Are you listening to me? Really listening? How can I account for this generation? The people have been like spoiled children whining to their parents. We wanted to skip rope and you were always too tired. We wanted to talk, but you were always too busy. John came fasting and they called him crazy. I came feasting, and they called me a lush, a friend of the riffraff. Opinion polls don't count for much, do they? The proof of the pudding is in the eating. Next, Jesus let fly on the cities where he had worked the hardest, but whose people had responded the least, shrugging their shoulders and going their own way. Doom to you, Chorazin, doom, Bethesda, Bethsaida. If Tyre and Sidon had seen half of the powerful miracles you have seen, they would have been on their knees in a minute. At Judgment Day, they'll get off easy compared to you. In Capernaum, with all your peacock strutting, you are going to end up in the abyss. If the people of Sodom had had your chances, the city would still be around. At Judgment Day, they'll get off easy compared to you. 
<laughs> and then it says, then Jesus abruptly broke into prayer. Thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth. You've concealed your ways from sophisticates and know-it-alls, but spelled them out clearly to ordinary people. Do I have any ordinary people out there? If so, lift your hand. I'm lifting my hand right now, right here in my office. Did you hear my bracelets jingling? I'm lifting my hand. Jesus spells them out clearly to ordinary people. Yes, Father, that's the way you like to work. Jesus then resumed talking to the people, but now tenderly. The Father has given me all these things to do and say. This is a unique father-son operation coming out of father and son intimacies and knowledge. No one knows the son the way the father does, nor the father the way the son does. But I'm not keeping it to myself. I'm ready to go over it line by line with anyone willing to listen. Are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? Come to me. Get away with me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. Wow. I'm going to have to spend some time thinking with him on this and realizing one more time that there is nothing that we will go through that Jesus did not go through a million times over. There is nothing that is required of us that was not required of him. But always remember that God is always the initiator. And the word says to whom much is given, much is required. Don't focus on the required part just yet. Focus on to whom much is given. He has given us his life, his presence. And he says he'll give things to us line by line. He will show us. He will teach us for anyone willing to listen. And these father and son intimacies, the father and son's knowledge that you can only get in this kind of intimacy, my friends, isn't just so you can have a well-rounded, balanced life. It's so that you can live with him. You are a fulfillment of the will of God. Oh my, this is the rest that we need. And we need to understand that the more that we go, the more that we pour out, it doesn't mean that every single person that we're going to have these phenomenal results. We don't know what the results will be. My, my, my. If people where Jesus worked the hardest but responded the least, shrugging their shoulders and going their own way, if that happened with him, wow, what an encouragement to you and to me. Sometimes when we think we have worked the hardest and reaped the least, we let it knock the wind right out of us. Don't do it, my friends. Don't do it. The results are not yours nor mine. We are not to be results-oriented. We are father-oriented. We are in the father-son intimacies, as sure as Jesus was. So are we. For each of us is given uh, an assignment to live out. You've heard me talk about it before. That's not your calling. Your calling is to him. Your giftings are for the building up 
you know, of, of whatever assignment God gives you. But then there are the assignments, the people, the locations, the the projects, however you want to look at that. And those things can, can go back and forth. They can shift from season to season. And we we need to learn, as it says here in the Message Bible, the unforced rhythms of grace. We we really need to stay with him in this time. We we need to really make sure that we're staying steady and not being knocked off the horse, not knocked off the path, not knocked out. We have that responsibility over what goes on inside of our own skin. My first responsibility is to him and it is to respond to him. That's my responsibility. I'm responding to him and to his ability within me. And then he takes it from there. And I learn of him and I walk with him. Wow. I hope this encourages you today because this has taken me, this has catapulted me in a way that I needed just at this moment. I hope it does the same for you. Love you all. For more information on Nancy, please visit nancymccrady.com or follow her on social media at nbmccrady.com.